Hello, everybody. This is the Fat and Weak podcast. Um, this is our first episode, and what this what this podcast is mostly going to be about is both of us are diabetic, me and my dad, and we've been having a lot of health problems um, this year. It seems like this year a lot of for me twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, for me for this year, it, health problems has hit me. Hard, probably probably not for you. You've probably been doing this for a long time, but for me, in my perspective, um, like I just got diagnosed with diabetes. I just um, the doctors are telling me my kidneys are having trouble because I'm diabetic. I thought, and I'm only like 23. Yeah. I'm taking blood pressure blood pressure medicine, um, a whole bunch of things, and I shouldn't I shouldn't be having these problems at 23 years old. 23 years old. Like, this shouldn't be a problem. This shouldn't be a problem until I'm, like, 70 or 60. <laughs> but it's a problem now because, yeah. um, like, I'm 330 pounds. Yeah. And, like, I always told myself I would never be a 330 pounds, but I am. I, I said I would never be past 30, 300 pounds. And so, like, um, the point of this podcast is to have a helping hand... To other people that have the same problems and to try to help motivate or give you accountability or just to inspire you to become healthier and not feel like you're the only one that's struggling with being obese because being obese you're you're I don't know what you would call obese uh, a um a disease it's not really a disease it's something you well it certainly is the foundation for a lot of diseases and um, it's it's one of those lifestyle diseases mm-hmm. you, know, you you don't catch it you choose it one bite at a time one skip workout at a time and um, what I found you know you're finding out you're diabetic at 23 I found out I was diabetic at around 30 um, and so I'm 40, going on 49 here in November. And so um, I've, I've watched my diabetes take over my life as I spent the first 15 years in denial or more. Of, eh, I've got good genes. Every time I went to the doctor, they would say, oh, your heart's good, or this is good, even though you're over 400 pounds, you must have good genes. And that's all I heard. I didn't hear all the bad stuff they always said. I always just took away the one or two good things they said and went, see, I don't need to take my meds. I don't need to do anything. You know, and now at 40, not even 50 years old yet, and I've got, um, you know, lots of diabetic problems with like my feet and my legs and uh, energy levels and just all kinds of stuff that make it even harder to work out now than if I had took care of myself when I first knew it. Um, I, I could have easily probably been non-diabetic or at least very well controlled and still be able to do a lot of things today that um, I'm not able to do because I let it go. And so uh, my goal for this podcast is, like you said, to figure this thing out once and for all. You know, it's one thing when it's just me, but now that, you know, my son is diabetic, I want to do something to help. And support and I don't want him I don't want you to you know put this off 
because you know in six months you could be non-diabetic if we took this really seriously and I want to be able to show as we do that that people that are listening that need hope and stuff um, we can show that everyday people can do this whether um, you just found out and you're in your first year of the diagnosis or you're been diagnosed for going on you know 20 years and you feel hopeless that maybe it's not hopeless and if we can encourage others while getting back on track ourselves and uh, the years ahead of us be amazing mm -hmm. then I think this podcast has served its purpose yeah because like it can feel hopeless because you a lot of people want to, don't want to believe that they're addicted to something they don't want to believe that they want to believe that they have enough willpower enough strength they can just beat this they think I can do this when I want to but they never do it right and like even like even when we because um, we've done this multiple times trying to become healthy and it's never stuck because when some when and it's funny because when you try to become healthy you think oh all all becoming healthy is fun and easy and you have this picture in your head of a man being yourself being like six two and muscles ripped right. and, all, and you're like how how would I not want that how is that not fun and once you start doing the healthy stuff you find out that healthy living has changes that are not fun <laughs> right well it's really hard to deny ourselves in the moment for the bigger prize down the road and I don't know if that's just our culture our generation the last few generations it just seems like we have a hard time, you know, whether it's health or finances or anything else, it's just really hard to deny yourself in the moment. And that's what happens. We're like, you know, of course I want a healthy, exciting lifestyle. Um, in 10 years, I'd love to be able you know, be hiking and doing all this stuff and be in good health and being able to breathe better, you know, in one year, you know, but, and, and that can really motivate you to get the gym membership and motivate you to order the, the fitness journal and, or, and set up the equipment to start the podcast. But it's crazy how quickly all that can be set aside for the slice of cheesecake that's put in front of you today. Yeah, like it's even more crazy because like we we actually did a I don't I don't want to call it an experiment, but we did a thing where I, I said, hey, here I'm gonna give you a hundred dollars, and if I don't lose at least I said like five five pounds by the end of the week, which five pounds isn't impossible to lose in five. You've done it several times. Weeks. I've done it before, and I couldn't. And it wasn't because, um, and it was because I wanted the food and the stuff more than I wanted a hundred dollars, and that's crazy. Like, I can I can justify I was tired. No, I was I'm addicted. I'm yeah. I'm addicted to the food. Yeah, winning the hundred dollars in a week wasn't more motivating than the food was motivating in the moment. Yeah, like a lot of people said it. Like, you know, a lot of people think of, like, the actors. Well, if I if I could get healthy and... If I could get healthy and be in a music... A, a movie and make $100 million from that movie, of course right. I'd lose the weight. I doubt it. Yeah. 
I doubt most people would actually do that because because it's not willpower. It's not. It's not just willpower. Money isn't that motivating when you're addicted. Right. Yeah. I mean, look at anybody that's addicted to anything. You can't bribe an alcoholic not to be an alcoholic. You can't bribe somebody addicted to drugs to stop doing drugs. Right, so the outside motivation, the external motivation doesn't seem to overcome that internal pressure that's with you when faced in the, with the temptation at that moment. And so, I mean, what we understand and what we have to do and what we suggest people do is, is don't rely on the outside motivation. Set up your environment to support you and just realize that if the thing is in front of you, you're gonna eat it, mm -hmm. right? Don't have it around. You know, communicate with people around you that, hey, I'm trying to do this thing. I'm, it, I'm in a fight for my life. You know, it's yeah. no longer just a little bit overweight. Now I'm, it's diabetes. Yeah, you know, it's because I'm, I'm writing a book called um, Diabetes. Um, diabetes doesn't care. Yeah. And like, what I'm trying to get across is that like diabetes doesn't care about your future. It doesn't care about your kids. It doesn't care about what you're doing in the moment. It doesn't care if you're a good person, if you deserve a long life. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't care. It's, it it will take everything you have if you don't take care of it. It's a it's a beast that wants fed. And like well, and and that sounds hyperbolic. That sounds like when you say either change or die, it sounds hyperbolic. It seems yeah, like it seems like you're fear mongering. It seems like a movie or it seems like yeah. something that's down the line because it is the down the line. It's not like cancer where you're gonna die in a, yeah, six oh, months. Six months. It's it's the death of by a thousand cuts. Yeah, that's you're gonna you're gonna watch body parts and eyesight and stuff dim and fail and fall off over a long period of time. But because it's such a long period of time and a little bit at a time, you, you kind of justify it to keep your little pet addiction around, mm -hmm. right? Because Doritos now seems more important than having feet 30 years from now. Yeah, and, <laughs> that's the, and that, that sentence sounds um, like we're trying to hyperbolic or... Over sounds it. stupid. Sounds stupid. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just, but that's true. A lot of us make the decisions. We come home, we're tired. Yeah. So I'll start tomorrow. So I'll start tomorrow. tomorrow. I'm not going to take my meds today because I just don't have the energy to open all the bottles and do it. I just, eh, I'll do it. I'll take them in the morning. Or you, you have a craving. That craving is more important than your future. Yeah. Yeah, you have the refrigerator filled with meal preps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's crazy too. Like, I, I'll have, I'll buy like $150 of stuff for food and put it in the refrigerator, make it, do all the cooking, do all that, and then not eat it. And then run to the store for Doritos, spray cheese, or whatever. Whatever to satisfy my craving in that moment. And we, we understand, you know, it's one thing to understand, it's another thing to do, right? Mm -hmm. And that's where our gap is. We understand that you can overcome those addictions if you'll just put, it, put the effort in for a few days even. They get weaker. But it's like we can't even 
go one day, two days. You know, um, it's just that really just comes down to admitting you have an addiction, right? Yeah. And stop saying I can I can stop anytime I want. We can't, right? Um, it's right. going to take uh, a strategic effort with um, or, or believing that you can like you have the strength and power to overcome it. Yeah, like all of us want to believe that we're Superman and can overcome our bad choices. Yeah, yeah. Who wants to admit that they're they're a slave to something. No one does. Like, like what I was saying. Like, I I get a craving. I have all this meal prep that I want from my future, and what do I do? The moment I have a craving of something that I want more than the meal prep, I go get it. Yeah. That's not. That's a, that's a slave to my addiction, not a slave to my future. Right. right. It it's. You've done everything to unlock the cage, but you won't open the door and walk out of it. Yeah. So you're 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 choosing to stay in an unlocked cell mm -hmm. <laughs> because so, it's comfortable. It's easy. So the question is like, um, well, not really question, but so what is your? I know we don't have made our goals or anything like that, but what is your week goal? One week goal. Yeah, we're gonna go by week by week. <laughs> yeah, if we think any farther out than that, we're yeah, just not that's, gonna do and it. that's the that's the biggest. Might have to go hour by hour. <laughs> <laughs> that's the biggest problem is that every single time we've made it, and we made a goal for three months, or we made a goal for yeah a year. Three days later, we're on to something else, and then we're eating our pizza, and then we look at it and we say um, that three even that three month goal seems so far away. Yeah, it really, it really is going to have to come down to what are you doing now? What are you doing in five minutes? What are you doing at the top of the hour? Can't be looking out. What are we doing a month from now, or three months from now, or a year and, from now? And we need, and like for people like us, we need to stop thinking that being the buff guy or being the skinny guy and fit is the success story. Is the is every every choice you make is success. That, that's important. We, yeah, you're right. It's we're not going to be successful when we beat diabetes. We're going to be successful when I made it through breakfast without bread. Yes, because <laughs> think about it. Once you become the um, term, Terminator look, or you become <laughs> Michael Phelps look, yeah. or any of those guys, um, what are you supposed to do when you get there? The whole point was to get to that goal. Now you have this goal, and it's tangible. Do you lose lose all the all motivation because you got to that goal? No, I think I think everything you reach, it's like a flywheel. Everything you reach creates momentum for the next thing, right? So that's why, um, if if we choose a goal that's too far out that, that isn't realistic, we will never create the momentum to get there because we'll be like, why try? Mm -hmm. Right, right. It's like. Uh, we used to swim out to the buoys when we went to the lake and stuff and you know it's like you look out there and it's so far out that you say well if I can't reach that buoy I'm not getting in the water and that's dumb you know because you can enjoy a lot of the water and enjoy have a great day at the lake even if you can't reach the buoy but we do that we, we're all or nothing 
right? If it ain't perfect, even how, how long have we put off podcasting just because we got to have this perfect thing, that perfect thing, and that perfect thing, and you know, we got to buy this and buy that. We have this like all or nothing instead of just get, enjoy the water that's available. If you can't make it out there or you don't have a houseboat to enjoy that part of it, you don't have this, it doesn't mean you can't step in the water and get wet and have some fun. Yeah. Right. And that's what we need to do with this. It's it's going to be hour by hour, minute by minute. And so, you know, even thinking about what my week goal is, I'm not even thinking that. I'm trying to survive today. I mean, it's like we're in a battle. Because yeah. it's, it's like what you're talking about, kind of like what Gary Vee talks about. Enjoy the process. Yeah. Because he always says, why do you want this goal? That you keep on saying you want this goal. Well, are you going to enjoy the process of getting to that goal? Are you yeah. going to hate yourself the whole time to get to that goal? Yeah. So like him, I mean, he's gone on record saying he wants to buy the Jets, right? That's his goal. Everything he's done since he was a teenager to make money is someday I'm going to buy the Jets. But he's admitted that if he ever got the Jets, he wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. Because that's been his motivation his whole life, right? The journey to get to the point where he can own the Jets was the success, yeah. not to having the Jets. And it's the same thing. You know, getting a bodybuilding body isn't the success, isn't the thing. It's... It's making the right choice for breakfast, the right choice for lunch, the right choice for dinner, the right choice between going for a 30-minute walk or sitting down and binging on Netflix, right? And taking the med, the pills that you've been assigned or, or leaving them unopened. Those are the success, and that's the high fives, and that's the intern, that's the, the flywheel of motivation that's going to get rolling to take us and, well, all of a sudden... We do those dailies, we're gonna find ourselves crashing through those weekly and monthly goals without even focusing on them because you do what's right every moment. You end up where you wanna go without having to think about it. But if your mind is set always on that thing in the future, then your mind and will isn't settled on the thing you need to do right now. And, and that's where it never happens. And what's what's good about that was when you make it into every every time you take your pills or every time you go on a walk every time you go work out and you celebrate that success instead instead of saying looking at the scale and saying wow I'm still 300 pounds that you can celebrate instead of saying oh I'm, I'm still fat because that's how we feel like I did all this work but I'm still fat <laughs> yeah yeah and so I think you have to have more especially being diabetic we gotta have more um signs of success than just weight loss you know um, yeah I might be still fat but is my morning blood sugars you know 90 instead of 140 uh -huh. you know is my blood sugar after my lunch only went up to 160 instead of 240 you know um, am I walking 45 minutes where a week ago I was only walking 30 right so you got to trust the process and not just have that weight you know I'm not losing weight fast enough I'm not seeing enough results so I'm gonna quit you know each tick in the right direction whether I would say if it's an inch or a mile it's as long as it's in the right direction it's successful yeah but so I want to switch um, gears about so what are what is your goal for this week okay or so so this is a this is a Wednesday we're recording this. So if we're talking... Wednesday, yeah. it's uh, July 15th. Okay. So July 15th. So 
So if we're... Do you want to do by week or by month or what? I, I think... I think we can't go too far out to where we're not going to do it. It's got to be something we can kind of record kind of daily. Mm -hmm. You know, I, when, you know, reading books like Atomic Habits, Habits and stuff like that talks about having those small goals and accomplishing a thousand small goals is going to motivate you more than one huge one. Because mm -hmm. one huge goal just you're excited for a moment, but then it's gone, and it's going to be a long time before the other one. But when you have yeah, it's thousand like, small goals, you're hitting goals every day. Yeah, it's kind of like it's kind of like the theory of a thousand cuts and opposite. Yeah. Like, yeah. Healed <laughs> by a thousand times a day. So, so honestly, what I'm telling you, when you're talking about a week or a month, I'm I'm like, you know what? Um, I just want to have a diabetic healthy breakfast every morning this week. I want to get out and, and go for a walk, um, and I need to take my meds morning and night and not skip any doses. Well, I know you have a heart, a bigger problem because you your leg and everything like that, and yeah, and your foot blows up. <laughs> yeah, it's like if I don't go, if I if I don't put my shoes on and go to the gym, you know, four or five in the morning. If I after I'm up a couple hours, I can't even get my shoes on. So, um, you know, that's that's kind of I'm at a totally different end of the spectrum than you are. But it doesn't matter if you can walk a if you can walk an hour, and I can walk ten minutes. It's still a success as long as we both do what we can do. Yeah. Right. Because my ten minutes will eventually turn into fifteen. Your hour will turn into an hour and a half. You know and. Uh, you know, you might cure your diabetes in six months, and I might actually just have mine under control in six months. You know, those are wins, mm -hmm. and uh, that's okay. And I think a listener listening to us needs to know that, um, like I said, if you if you make an inch of progress, as long as it's in the right direction, you're doing it. It's okay. Yeah. Give yourself a break. I think shame and 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 not giving ourselves a break is one of the reasons we fail. We don't we don't count the small successes as successes, and so we feel like a failure in the midst of our success. Yeah, because it's almost like we we expect to be. It's almost like we expect to be the bodybuilder. Yeah. Like we 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 we've been doing horrible things to our bodies for years, yeah. and then we we expect to go to the gym and look like an Olympic athlete. And it's like that's not realistic. That's that's a <laughs> it's, right. it's setting yourself up. For failure. Yeah, it's like, you know, you only being able to bench 100 pounds, but you have a goal for 300, mm -hmm. and on the day you test, you, you bench 250 and get mad and quit. Dude, you went from 100 to 250. Yeah, but I didn't hit the 300, so I'm done. I'm stupid. I'm no good. I might as well just give up. That's what we do with our diets and what we do with our health. And uh, I think it's just a mindset change that needs to happen. That You know, if you go from 100 to 105 pounds... That's a success. Yeah. You know, there's there's no deadline. There's no um, right or wrong timeline. It's just that that's the thinking when you, you you everything success is tied to a date or a goal instead of the process. We're talking about the, the process is the success. Mm -hmm. Just stay in the process, whether it's one pound, 
It's one less number on the blood sugar tester. Whatever it is, that is the success. And we could high five and stuff. Now, we got to find a way to, to celebrate other than eating cheesecake. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, all of our life, we've been conditioned that every celebration means food, right? And if you uh, try to eat vegan at, at grandma's house on Thanksgiving, you're going to be a bad guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? um, okay. And so, but uh, we need to change that to every day. So, so your goal was to eat a diabetic breakfast every day. Lots yeah, so I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat breakfast. I'm gonna eat eggs with some cheese on them. So, per, a keto breakfast. I love eggs. I can eat it seven days a week. So, I'm gonna do scrambled eggs with cheese on, and my little hot sauce, and I'm gonna avoid toast and anything else so that I can start my day with keto. Um, I'm going to take my meds morning and night without skipping a dose. And I'm going to get out of the house even if it's 10 minutes a day to walk. Now I know me. I know if I can get myself out there, I'm going to do more in 10 minutes. But if I say I have to do 30 minutes or an hour, I'll mentally sabotage myself and won't go out. So if I give myself permission to go out and say, yeah, if you go, if you do five minutes, you can come back home. You know, walk around the yard for five minutes. If you want to quit, you can quit. But I know me. Once I get going, like when I go to the gym, I've done that in the past. Like I'm going to go there, I'm going to do ten minutes on the treadmill, and that's a success. Next thing I know, I've been on the treadmill for forty-five minutes because I'm like, it's easy to keep going once you get started. Well, I haven't. Have you ever heard of the flow state? Tell me. So I've I've been listening to Joe Rogan a lot lately. And there was this guy on there that was a Russian, and he was talking about how uh, Russians do working out um, totally different than Americans do. Um, mostly, mostly Americans, when they do working out, they do it until they're sore, or they do it mm -hmm. until like um, it's almost they almost, they go to the extreme every single day okay. for a long period of time. That's what most Americans do when they work out to make them sore, and. Uh, the Russians apparently work out. If you if you can do if your if your max is ten or twelve doing pull ups, do three. Do like three sets of three, and you won't be sore the next morrow, but you'll be able to do it again tomorrow. Mm, so a different mindset of tear down the muscle and then let it rest versus doing lots more work do without tearing it down. Yeah, doing more reps. And mm -hmm. more repetition. They say he he kind of referenced it to like um, farmer farmer strength. No farmer is going out there working themselves to death, and throwing hay bales. They do maybe three or four. But they show up seven days a week. They show up seven days to do. They don't put themselves through turmoil every single day. So is Joe Rogan saying that that's proving to be a better workout um, over time or what? He. He he was he was agreeing with some of it, but he he didn't agree agree with all of it because he also believes that getting sore is good, also. So he believed that because the starting out you're going to be sore no matter what. Yeah, I can get sore just tying my shoes. Yeah, so <laughs> so he thinks there there it's a a um fifty fifty thing like you should have that both can work good. But for us, I think repetition would work better than trying to kill ourselves at the gym every day. Yeah, 
I, I, I think just to not quit, to create the, I think motivation is the key right now for us. And I think we don't have the luxury of a cheat day or a day off. Mm -hmm. We really, even like I said, even if it's only five minutes, we have to show up every single day because our motivation is so fragile. And so, and, and what he was talking about with the flow state. So I don't know if you've ever had this, but I, mostly, mostly is when I'm writing, when you're writing, you're writing, you're having fun, and then you have a mental fatigue, and then you keep, and some people will push past that. He says, don't push past that. Why are you pushing past that to make you more yourself more mentally fatigued? Mm. You're in the flow state. You're energized. You're doing all that and energized, and you're enjoying it. Why are you pushing it back? Pushing until you're not enjoying it anymore. Because mm. the last thing you remember when you work out is you didn't enjoy it because you put you kept right. pushing yourself. So now it takes more willpower next time to get to do it instead of something you're looking forward to. And he, he, he made the uh, reference like, you do you get up and you do 15 um, jumping jacks. You're gonna feel more energized right after you do those 15 because your blood's pumping, you're in that flow state. But if you did 100, you would hate it. And you, and you probably wouldn't work out for the next three or four days. Right. <laughs> You'd be like, that's true that. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely, like going back to what we were talking about, the all or nothing, that's kind of been my mindset my whole life. But earlier in my life, my body supported that. I could I could do all or nothing workouts and thrive on it and loved it. And and people commented on it, you know, and, and that created the motivation. But now, all or nothing, my body is not on my team for that. Mm -hmm. And so now it's like, it's like I need to live in a way that my body, where my body is instead of where my mind's at. And I'm not sure if I believe that totally because I believe the body should probably follow the mind. But um, in my mind, I'm still a 20 year old healthy guy. And so when I want to do something, I want to do it. Mm -hmm. um, and, but, and what that leads to is um, problems with my feet and, and, and my heart and other stuff to where now, like I said, I worked out and now I can't go back to the, I haven't gone back to the gym in two weeks after one good workout. Where if I had stuck to my five or 10 minute rule, I'd have probably got more out of those two weeks by showing up every day than mm -hmm. that one huge, you know, meathead kind of workout. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> to the point where you're hurt for the next four or five days and yeah. you're like, this is stupid, I give up. I'm already set back because now I couldn't go to the gym. Yeah. Well, and I forget that it's not just di diabetes for me. I, I've got, you know, heart problems and, and you know, high blood pressure and some other stuff. And so... Um, one of the one of the frustrating things why it's so easy to give up and feel hopeless is you know if I eat for diabetes it's not or keto to, for the diabetes then all the meat and stuff may not be the best thing for my heart right and I forget it's like it's hard to eat it's hard to eat and exercise in a way that meets all the needs for multiple problems you know if I just had one problem I could build a plan around that one problem and fix it. But it's like sometimes what works for one disease doesn't is, is dangerous to the other one. Like I need to work out more. However, the chest pains and heart and high blood pressure 
say I need to rest and not have any and fight off anxiety, right, and stress. And so um, I, I find out when I'm focused on one, I run into problems with the other one. And, well, and it's really easy to get frustrated. Well, you just, the biggest thing is just lose weight. That's going to get rid of stress and get rid of diabetes. Right. At the and same that's going to take showing up every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, it's like not, not eating. It's just not have the toast with the eggs. You know, switch to the sugar-free creamer instead of the sugar creamer in your coffee or whatever. You know, because yeah, it's small. Drink some more water, less pop. These are all these are all choices, and that's so it's so frustrating to know that you're killing yourself by your choices, and you can't blame anything else. It's like as I'm eating the Doritos, it's going through my mind that I'm eating poison that's going to take my life. That every chip going to my mouth might be five minutes less I get to be with my family in my life but it tastes good but I still finished the bag right so I don't have no amount of reason is going to get me to stop eating the chips and you'll be mad if I take the chips uh, yeah I'll take your head off if you reach for the chips once I have them right so really, like it kind of goes back to the environment I need to create an environment where the chips just don't exist because once they exist, and they're gone. Uh, they're, yeah, there's going to be a party. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so your biggest thing for your goal is to just eat healthier this week. It's it's to show up daily. Okay. So, so you don't have it, a you don't have a goal for like losing weight this week. I I don't even care about losing weight. Like I said, I think the weight loss is not going to be my goal. Doing the right things day in and day out it's going to be my goal and I'm going to trust that that's going to lead to weight loss okay. if that makes sense sounds good so, so yeah so what I'm going on record on is getting out of the house at least once a day for a minimum of 10 minutes and walking taking my morning and evening meds and getting breakfast right and okay. build on that for next week yep what about you um, so I have, um, I have a goal for August. I'm, I'm, I'm working back, but okay. August, um, I'm going to be going to Whitewater on a ministry trip, and all I can think about is there's a scale that says if you're over 300 pounds, you can't get on. Ooh. Of every ride. So like the only thing I could do is being the wave pool I couldn't can you go down the slides couldn't do any of the um, you, you sit on a floaty thing and you go down can't do that because I'm over 300 pounds like everything everything that's the limit for everything and like in me I'm like my goal my big goal by August 8th 8th is to be under 300 pounds okay and you're at what 330 something right now um, I weighed in before I went on my walk. I was three hundred and twenty-five pounds. Okay, so twenty-five pounds in three weeks. Oh, I'm even below three hundred, so like thirty pounds in so ten pounds a week. That's that's one of those goals that we would normally tell people that it's a stupid goal. It's a stupid goal, but it's motivating goal. <laughs> so you you just went from Gary Vaynerchuk to. Um, 
uh, Grant Cardone, you just 10x'd everything. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not gonna say if I don't, if I don't meet that goal, it's a failure. It's just that's 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 my here. motivator. It's yeah. it's not even that I want. So so is the motivation not to be embarrassed or to get to ride the rides? Both. Okay. Because I don't want to. Cause you, I don't, I don't know. It'd be so embarrassing to go up there, walk. There's like steps, you know, steps, and um, and you go up the ride, and you get on top, and you sit there, and they do the, and then you have to walk all the way down if you're over 300 pounds. Walk of shame. <laughs> like a walk of shame. Yeah, something similar happened to me. I don't even know what amusement park it was now, but it was many years ago. But um, there was a scale before you got on this like sled thing and went down, and it was a maximum weight. And all the way up there, everybody there was like three people riding this thing each. Then I got up on the scale and I had to go down by myself because nobody could ride with me because I maxed out the limit by myself. I also remember when you guys were kids and we went to Disneyland. Um, I think your younger brother. Brandon, I was supposed to get on a ride with him because he was really young and I couldn't fit in the ride to hold him. So he wasn't allowed to ride because I couldn't fit in there. Mm -hmm. And so he missed out on a ride that he wanted to go on because his dad was too heavy to fit in the ride with him. And that's that sticks with me. You'd think that's the craziest stuff. The stuff like that you think would motivate you, but instead of it motivating you not to eat, it shames you into eating. It more. shames you into eating more to take away the pain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, that's my big motivator. Is I don't, I don't want, I don't want to go out there and like everybody's like, you know, everybody's gonna be like, I'm sorry, you can't ride while you're walking down. <laughs> and you ha then you have to wait for your friends and yeah so what you do is you go wait for everybody at the food court where you're eating your <laughs> your funnel cake <laughs> to soothe your soul and like yeah and I, I've been avoiding going to Silver Dollar City too because I can't like last time I was there I was 250 pounds and I could barely fit now I'm 330 and I'm just walking all those hills and steps yeah there's no way I could fit and so yeah, that's my goal to lose at least thirty pounds so I can ride the rides. Okay. And but for this week, my goal is to lose five pounds. Yeah. I want to be three twenty by the end of this. So week. you just, like I said, you just found out you're diabetic, and you've just been assigned um, the task of testing your blood sugar, fasting blood sugar once a day. <clears throat> Are you being consistent on that, or does that need to be a goal to do that daily? Show up daily in that. I haven't really been. Um, taking my blood pressure that much probably your blood sugar or my not my blood my blood sugar sorry I haven't been taking my blood sugar that much because I you just know it's wrong <laughs> it's mostly because I I maybe this is me being like the Superman complex I think I just beat it really quickly yeah because the doctor even told me if I lose 30 40 pounds it probably it'll probably it won't go be, away it'll yeah. go away and so, like, that's that's my goal. And, like, if I lost 30 pounds by August, it'd be done and over with. Yeah, it'd be really cool in August to lose, by August, to have lost enough weight to go on your trip and not, and enjoy it. No longer be diabetic, right? Have a 
podcast that's lasted a month and and helping people. So those are great goals. Um, if you're honest with yourself, what's going to sabotage that? Um, my choices every day. Because like it, when I was driving home from work right now, like, and I, I bet multiple people have this problem. Why you're driving home from work, you're thinking about all the things you can eat. Yeah. You're thinking about all the things you can eat, and you're not thinking about the healthy things you can eat. And you're having this internal battle within yourself while driving down the road. You know you made overnight oats, and they're sitting in the fridge waiting for you when you get home, but you hit a drive through anyway. <laughs> yeah, but, no, I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> but, you didn't. But I came home, and instead of going to Walmart and getting chips or going to Walmart and getting whatever I want diet, I said, no, I'm going to come in here, tell my dad I'm going to start a podcast and start it. And then I'm going to go on a walk and come back here and start the podcast. And Yeah, folks, there's not a lot of planning going into this podcast. He literally walked into my office and said, let's do a podcast. And so we downloaded the Anchor app and we set it up and we hit record and we're talking. Yep. Um, so that that really is a win because we are the type that would have wasted six months making lists and, and buying stuff off Amazon and stuff. But luckily, we, we had an idea to do a podcast before, and so we had some equipment sitting around the house, and uh, we do a little bit of uh, just personal stock trading, and so we had a little podcast going about our stocks. So, so the equipment was here, so we didn't have that excuse, and so but, uh, we did the... Uh, uh, is it Gary V? Who, who's the ship it? Just ship it. Just, just, ship just it. it might not be Gary V, but just hit record and start talking. You know, and uh, don't worry about the equipment. Worry about the content. Yeah. So like now after this, it's, it's the next right decision because I still have the cravings. Like it's not, it's not the cravings. Like okay, so <laughs> uh, and if any of you guys listen to Jordan Peterson, he talks about how. Um, um, the thing you're craving doesn't go away, but your courage to deny it can grow. That's good. Say that again. Your your cravings and stuff doesn't go away. It stays the same volume, but your courage to deny it grows okay. each day. Every time you make a decision to um, say no, your courage grows. So we waste a lot of time and effort trying to turn down the bad when we could get more benefit out of just focusing on turning up the good. Yeah, and what, what he talks about, I, I took saying um, um, craving and stuff, but he's talking about fear. Like he works with um, a lot of um, therapy, he's like a therapist and he talks about a, talks to a whole bunch of people and whenever he talks about someone that has a fear, he doesn't try to, to um, say their, he doesn't try to take the fear away or tell them the fear isn't real. He, he says, go out every single day if their fear is to interact with people and they have a hard time interacting with people. He says, every day, go out, shake three people's hands and grow that. So every day you do that, you're saying no to the, your fear. You take the power away from the fear with new evidence that it's not that scary. No, it's, it's still scary. It never, gets, <laughs> it never gets less scary, but your courage grows to take on the fear. Okay. The more courage... That, that makes sense. I've, I've talked to people that are like super public speakers, but then when you talk to me, I said behind the scenes, they'll tell you that they still want to throw up before they walk out on the stage, even though they've been doing it for 20 years. 
they've written books and they've been lots of speaking awards and everybody would think they're a natural. It's not that the, that impulse to throw up has gone away. They've just, their courage, like you said, has grown over 20 years of public speaking that to the outside world, they look like a natural, but inside that war is still there. Yeah, the war never goes away. It's always gonna be there. It's not like, even it, well, that's important then because if we realize that, then we won't count that as a failure. Because I think that's what happens is we do something for a week or two and we're like, it's not getting easier. It's not getting easier. So I must have failed somehow. So I might as well quit. I'm a failure. It's like, no, it's not supposed to go away. But these other things you're focused on are supposed to grow until the volume on those is so loud. You don't, the, 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 the roar is now just a squeak. It's still there. It's just in relation to where your courage is, it's not as powerful. It's not as uh, demanding on you anymore, mm -hmm. right? That's good, I like that. Okay. That was Jordan Peterson? Yeah. Good, good. So, right. so um, for our listener, what what is our podcast schedule gonna look like? Um, Monday through Friday. Okay. I'm trying to. Sometimes I work a lot of 16s um, at work, so I have to work around that. Because we know that if we wait a week between podcasts, we're probably too much life happens in a week that we have to make a commitment to show up regularly mm -hmm. or it's going to go away. Yeah, we have to have a commitment every single day because, like, we try to do weekly podcasts. And that doesn't work. All it does, all it does is the um, all we do is procrastinate, and then we try to do something healthy for the next two days before it, and then we try to say, "I, I failed, but I did these." No, you, you did yeah, these healthy yeah. things because you. Yeah, I don't want to record again until I've done something good. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, it, it's mostly going to be every day, and we're just going to tell our journey through this and hopefully it inspires other people to get healthy because this podcast isn't about growing or making more money or trying to find a um, community it's so that we get healthy so, so we're a little selfish we're using our audience to motivate us to keep going yes <laughs> and hopefully some of that rep replicates back to them. They can get a benefit out of it too. Yeah. But uh, no, we appreciate anybody that follows Listen. along and listens. Um, and uh, if if in any way we've inspired you or can answer questions, you know, questions or whatever, um, I'm sure here, since we just started this, I'm sure we'll have ways for that communication to happen here soon so um, so we're at 47 minutes what is the typical podcast you think going to be around 45 to 50 minutes okay so we'll we'll talk every time we get together for about 45 minutes so people kind of can expect that because yeah. mm -hmm. we're doing it every day there's not going to be a whole bunch of talk about every day yeah yeah because every day is going to be a very passionate battle to survive and so there should be, if you're in a, if you're on the field of battle every day, it's probably not going to get boring because it's a, there's action happening around the clock, right? Mm -hmm. And so 24 hours from now, there should be, if we've done this right, there should be still plenty to talk about. 
and the emotions of it and the victories and the, the shame we're dealing with and, and the environment that we're building around it and the people that we're bringing that are coming on in and off our team, so to speak, mm -hmm. are going to always be in flux and as we grow in this. So, so all right. So, this is fat. This is the Fat and Week podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. Talk to you, talk to you guys later. All right.